0: i've been running after one thing to find that part within that i measure up to something i've got a lot of dreams but i was told i wasn't practical i couldn't measure up because of all my flaws but i know the wrong is the only stepping stones life's the art of embracing these things yeah boris made. kojo welcome to the podcast man i can't tell you how much i'm looking forward to this and just seeing you across this riverside zoom thing like there i has there ever been a day in your life where you haven't looked just amazing? Like, I can say yeah. that as we're friends. You just like, you got this vibe into this this, this aura to you. You
1: ever had like a bad, no. bad looking day? Like my wife hasn't, and I don't think you have either. <laughs> There's plenty of them, man. I, you know, my, my eyes are red. Look at my eyes, my eyes are red. From, I've been working nonstop. So this is actually, today was my last shooting day. Um, I have three weeks off before we go back in January. So, um, I'm looking forward to laying it down for a little bit and just relaxing with the family,
0: man. Well, that speaks volumes to who you are coming on this podcast after you've like, people don't understand when you shoot, like it's all day, it's long days. Like I know you've been up 3am going there. People, people outside perspective, like, Oh yeah, he gets to do this. It's, it ain't easy, man. And, and no one is more driven than I've been around this past year, year and a half, than, than you yourself. So big kudos to you. Well, wow, thank, thank you. let's get this thing rocking. So as we start off here, we always ask every guest, start us off with a bang, something, something different about you, boy, something that not necessarily everybody knows. They know you're this great actor, now a director. I mean, you're always in the top 50 best-looking people, like all of these things. Something a little <laughs> bit different
1: about Boris Kojo. Something a little bit different. Um, well, for one, I can say that I grew in a different language and that I 19 English since 19. That would be my first So I guess that would be the first thing. You know, the, the fact that uh, you know English is not my native tongue and that I grew up in a whole different place, in a different continent, in a different country, in a different culture different language. Um, And I I didn't start speaking English until I came here and go to college, which was when I was 19. Um, So that, you know, obviously that presented itself with a whole bunch of challenges and, and hurdles to overcome. But maybe that's one thing that some people don't know when they see me on the screen, you know, that I actually speak a whole different language and English is my third or my second.
0: Take a quick break in the podcast because you know what i love almost more than anything is a great cup of coffee oh i just wake up excited for my coffee you know what i'm talking about if you're a coffee person if you're not a coffee person you need to kind of just check uh yeah yeah check your priorities but what else do i love i love workouts i love training And what if you could put workouts and coffee together? You always thought about like, you know, coffee is just this natural pre-workout. And then you got pre-workouts. What if you had the best of both worlds? Well, now you do. Workout coffee is finally here. I wish I would have created this. Such a great concept and idea and where nature meets science in All the workout coffee products are powered by TheaFit, which is a high potency theaflavin enriched black tea extract that is patented and clinically proven to improve exercise performance and reduce recovery time. So the question is, what are theaflavins? Great question. Naturally formed from the oxidation of tea leaves, they've been shown to have strong antioxidant and anti-inflammatory effects, as well as supporting liver health, blood lipids, and the immune system. So think about that. You're getting all this and coffee, the taste of coffee, the energy of coffee. The ca- like, uh, My mind is blown. I am going to wake up in the middle of the night, have a cup, have a cup in the afternoon, in the evening. Like, Keep it coming. Workout coffee. Check it out. Workout-coffee.com. Look at the, the, the links in the show notes below. We are going to have a discount code for you in there too. Check them out and get your coffee today and your workout on. Now, back to the episode. Man, yeah, That's incredible. And I don't think a whole lot of people do know about you or know your backstory before you're an actor. They'll see you as an actor now, but you're real, like you thought your life mission was to be a tennis player and you were phenomenal at it. So walk us through that as, as you're this professional tennis player, you hit this, man, just this adversity strikes. How do you get through that situation? Because I'm sure you were thinking, it's over. What am I going to do? How do, I, how do I pivot out of this? Just talk us through that moment that like you realized you were made for something more than tennis.
1: Wow, you know at the time I you know you don't know. Um, I lived my whole life um, my first well let's say first 18 years was dedicated to tennis. Um, you know, junior tennis I was one of the best and uh, my goal was to, to you know go on a tour, be the number one tennis player in the world and that was without a doubt uh, where I was headed yeah and and then i i had a back injury when i was 17 it was it was um stenosis which is a, is a genetic um it's a it's a genetic uh, uh i guess predisposition that you have and uh and it caused chronic sciatica so i was in constant pain after i played um and um that sort of you know put a damper on the on the whole plan and uh I had to, like you said, I had to pivot. But it took me a while to pivot. You know, when when that first happens, it's a traumatizing experience. You know, it's a it's a it's a real blow to your ego, and 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 it it sort of destroys everything that you thought you had going for yourself. Um, I didn't want to pivot. You know, I didn't want to change anything. You know, change is difficult. Um, that's why people are so hesitant um, when it comes to changing. Uh, it took me about a year and a half, I would say. I was depressed. I was I was um, really low on myself, and I was pitying myself. I was blaming uh, everybody and everything, and and I sort of um, broke out of that with the help of my mother, who suggested that I came here to the States and to take one of the scholarships that, that was offered to me and get my mind off of, you know, the, the sort of single focus uh, of... of of tennis so i came here and i and i started studying and meeting different people and and uh, i still play tennis for the school but um my my aspirations uh had changed at that point and i sort of uh learned after a while that there's more out there uh things that i didn't know about uh interests that i had that, that that lay sort of dormant in me um so college, the college experience sort of expanded my horizons and, and opened me up to other opportunities and possibilities in my life, and so I opened up to that, um, which really was, I think, the key to being able to to see some of these opportunities that were coming my way. Because if you're completely constricted and closed off, um, you're not going to attract any of these, uh, you know, opportunities. So. I felt myself opening up slowly and, and you know, uh, being receptive to some of these things. I, I went to New York and I I met this photographer called Bruce Weber and I got signed with this big modeling agency and I started traveling the world and modeling and, and that was a great experience for me because I got to see the world. I got to meet a lot of interesting people and, and, um, and I also started going to acting class because um, it was a way for me to... Uh, get a command of the English language, right? Because I, I had spoken with such a thick German accent, and I wanted to sort of uh, be a better English speaker. So I went to acting class because they teach you, you know, breathing exercises and enunciation, and and that's how I sort of started getting my feet wet in the um, in 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 the acting world. Um, and one thing again led to another, and uh, I think. The, the, again, the, the 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 key aspect of my journey has always been that I've been unafraid to um, step out on faith, really, and to be open to new opportunities and possibilities. And I was never afraid to sort of venture out into the unknown. You know, uh, I wasn't afraid of uncertainty. I wasn't afraid of failing or falling down. Um you know, that's one of the things that, that my has always told me, like you have to seek out mistakes because that's really the only way for you to, uh, to be able to take in lessons and to learn and to grow whether it's as an athlete or, or as a person in general. And so I had, I had that courage to go out and, um, and just see what's out there. Um, I was prepared for that and I think that has always been my strength, um, that I was able to then embrace some of these things that came, came at me. Um, and you know, you, you take wrong turns all the time. You make, make wrong decisions, you make mistakes, but you gotta be, um, embracing of those experiences because they are, um, invaluable, uh, to you on your journey, uh, and growth. But isn't that incredible that you you leaned
0: into your weakness, which led to your incredible breakthrough, your weakness being the English language, you go into acting classes, and lo and behold, you become one of the best actors there, there is. Because of this weakness, yet far too often, we, we hold ourselves back in this. And I think one of the greatest skills that you touched on is to be able to shed uncertainty. Uncertainty is the scariest thing for people, not knowing what is going to come and, and you said it I remember it vividly we were actually at Takaya and you told me this you said, hey, hey life is just a hallway like we're walking down this hallway we'll go into different doors we'll learn from them but we'll continue to walk down this hallway but the worst that you can do is go nowhere stay exactly where you are do you do you have certain like I think you're incredibly gifted in the mindset space and, and we've talked about this a lot but like do you have certain mindset tools that, that have, shaped you or habits that you do or what what to you Boris separates not just the good but separates the
1: good to becoming the great you know um that's very interesting because you know we live in this in this in this climate um of of self um betterment this this sort of mindfulness space where people always talking about maximizing their potential. Um, I think that everyone has to define their own greatness uh, themselves, right? Because um, I think it's hard to say somebody's great, and somebody's good, and somebody's better, or somebody's greater, especially nowadays, when there's so much distraction coming from all sides through social media, and we tend to socially compare ourselves to everybody else, um, which I I don't think is a good thing. I think it's actually detrimental to our own growth because we get distracted by other people's journeys, other people's hallways, if you will, right? And uh, I think that's counter counterproductive to our own journey because now we think we have to make these kind of choices or or, or, uh, or those kind of decisions, we have to walk that way. And, and I I always thought that, uh, the, the strength that one, uh, possesses is to define who they are themselves, be true to that, and then learn, um, how you can live in hundred percent fulfillment every single day. And that fulfillment does not necessarily have to do with success, right? Because, because, yeah, you might, you might, uh, strive for greatness and, and, and you might, uh, have aspirations to be better than you were today, but I don't think there should be a measuring stick. I think the ultimate success is when you can fully embrace who you are and find complete fulfillment in your being, um, so I want people to get away from the measuring sticks, um, because they oftentimes cause anxiety and stress, fight or flight, uh, fears, and um, I, I always tell people, look, focus on yourself, and figure out what what your purpose is, and figure out where you find fulfillment, whether whether that's going out to the lake and fishing or or going into a soup kitchen and help helping out or or writing a book like like you've done twice now um you have to find your space your purpose um where you can experience 100 percent fulfillment fulfillment and it does not necessarily have to be associated with with greatness
0: oh it's interesting that you maybe
1: that's and you know what maybe that's and and maybe that's greatness in itself it is. when you can do that. It
0: is, you know man. I, mean? I think it really is, and it's interesting because I had this written down in my notes: self-awareness, confidence. I think you were one of the most confident people that I have ever been around because you're self-aware. You don't care what other people think. You're not measuring yourself to other people. That's the greatest the uh, thief of our joy is just just comparison, comparing. I think you hit on two words, fulfillment and contentment. It doesn't mean you're not driven. It doesn't mean you're wake, not waking up every day and you're going at it. But you're just, you're an appreciation for who you are. And you give off that, that, that aura of you that I think is very infectious. And to hear that coming from you as one of the top actors in Hollywood, like, take note of that, people. It does not have to do with Instagram likes or anything like that. Not at all. Not at all. Boris, as as someone who is constantly reinventing themselves and uh, a visionary, seeing things that are happening before they happen, what's next for you? What's big on your plate that you're really excited about coming next? I know you have your directorial debut, January 15th, safe room going down. What else is coming on for you? It seems like you're doing a zillion things all the time. I can never keep up. Oh, oh, you know that feeling you get when you just wake up and you are not rested or recharged? Yeah, we all have it. We all go through it. How do I wake up with full energy every single day? It is literally the game changer itself. Chilly sleep. I have an Euler that goes underneath my mattress and cools my body temperature to the ideal temperature to get deep sleep. REM, high HRV scores. I have mine pretty cold, about 57 degrees. The optimal level is between 57 and 65 degrees. I have a weighted blanket, which just cools my body. and I'm just sleeping in restorative sleep. So when I wake up in the morning, no matter how many hours I get, I am juiced up and ready to go. And lucky for you, you can wake up the same way. The people at Chili Sleep are giving you a discount, giving you a code. So go to chilitechnology.com forward slash pages, forward slash David Nurse to get your special discount pricing there. Remember, that is ChiliTechnology.com, forward slash pages, forward slash DavidNurse, or just click the link below and it'll take you right there. It's sleep like a polar bear tonight. And get the best night's sleep of your life, Chili Sleep.
1: Well, yeah, that's that's certainly an experience that was such a blessing for me this summer when I directed this movie, Safe Room, um, that my wife starred in. Thankfully, she was incredible. Um, it, it's something that I'm more and more interested in directing movies and and um, uh, creating a narrative that's different from what we've seen um, so far. So uh, that's certainly something I I, I find a, I get a lot of pleasure. And fulfillment and in, in watching my children grow up and taking part in of uh, in, in their experiences um, they are both now teenagers in the middle of their teenagedom and that always comes with some surprises and challenges obviously but I love watching them grow uh, into who they eventually will become um, that is definitely one of the most Fulfilling projects to, <laughs> that I have going on, and it also takes a lot of uh, commitment and work and, and dedication for sure, and attention and presence. Um, you know, I, I I am again I'm open. I'm we're doing we're shooting the fifth season of Station 19. That's going really well. That's been such a such a blessing to be part of Shondaland, and and uh, that's that's been such a huge success. And I'm I'm really curious about what the future holds, you know, I got my eyes wide open, um, the past two years have shown us all how fragile life is and, and how uncertain the world is. And, and we're not out of the, uh, out of the woods yet. Um, that also has brought with it a lot of self-reflection for me. I've learned a lot about myself, some of the childhood traumas that I had to deal with or that I didn't deal with that. I, um, that have you know caused certain patterns in my life and you know mistakes I made and, and I, I needed to really uh, self-examine there, um, which which we don't do enough. I certainly didn't do enough of that. You know I was very quick to to give advice but um, failed to really look at myself and 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 figure out some of the things that that have stunted my growth, and um, so that's also part. You know of my focus um self uh self-love you know is something that i've rediscovered for myself which is so important uh whether it's mindfulness uh you know meditation um breath work um obviously i like to you know stiff stay fit but um the mind body connection is something that i've invested in a lot in the past two years um because if one lags then you can't fully be who you're supposed to be um so i've invested a lot of time in that um reading up on different ways to uh to to constantly increase your 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 physical vibration and your energy levels and to to raise my awareness you know awareness is everything um to to be able to go from from constriction to expansion you know making that change uh consistently and and creating your own routine daily that uh, encourage that encourages you to to step up and and do your thing every single day that's helped me a lot um so look i'm i feel like i'm like i'm an infant you know because i have so much to learn every single day and i'm i'm excited i'm excited about tomorrow i always tell people look tomorrow is another opportunity to to uh to to make more mistakes and to learn more about yourself and to grow and to 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 find purpose and fulfillment.
0: B, it sounds like you should be a motivational speaker, an MBA optimization coach, and an author. That's something I'm going to challenge you on, man. You've got a phenomenal book. All in of these you. three <laughs> But I'm really glad. I'm really glad that you hit on your fatherhood and being a husband. And all I see on Instagram, and you putting your wife on a pedestal, like that is so needed, man. I hate, I hate when husbands will talk bad behind their wives. But you guys just show what true love is, what true marriage is, and raising kids. Like I've told you, man, I am taking notes. I've been around you and your amazing son Nico a lot, and I am taking notes. Like you, you could write a book on that alone. That kid is, is incredible, man. That was. So good right there. So good. I I would talk to you for days and and we'll get together and hit some more Takaya sometime. But I'll throw you on the rapid fire hot seat as we wrap up here. So quick answers, whatever comes to your mind. First one I have for you. Do you have a favorite mindset quote or a mantra that stands out to you? Something maybe when you were young or you put on your bathroom mirror or you read in one of my books. Of course, you can always use those.
1: Um, You know, there's so many. Um, a quick one uh, that I just heard over again uh, earlier today was, um, "Change is a choice, not a reaction." I think uh, that's a that's a very powerful quote to me because it just um, it 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 puts the reins in your own hand, you know, when it comes to um, self improvement and, and and stepping up your game and and you know. Uh, replacing some old negative habits and patterns and and uh introducing some new patterns that is all a choice so for 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 those of us who feel helpless and stuck i think it's always invigorating and encouraging when you know that it's really up to you right and and i always remind people you don't have to move mountains uh you can just move a pedal or a tiny rock right? Uh, baby steps is everything. As, 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 as long as you do that consistently, you create a sustainable uh, um, process as you go through this, you will change your life uh, piece by piece. So yeah, change is a choice, not a reaction, I think is something that would come to mind.
0: Man, I ask you for one, you give me like six inspirational points there. <laughs> it's so good though. Choice is We all have a superhero power within us, and it is choice. You wake up every morning with that superhero power of choice. I'm so glad you said that. B, what does leaving a legacy look like to you? Not necessarily what it says on a billboard or fame, anything
1: like that. What is a true legacy to Boris Kojo? To me, legacy is my children, no doubt. Um, I, I pour into them every single day with everything I got, and that's my true legacy. Nothing else matters. Compared to them, and for those of us who don't have children, I think it's relationships. You know, the mark you leave. Um, it's about how you make people feel, and um, so I think that's our true legacy. I don't believe in in trophies and and any of these uh, this other you know claim that's that's purely materialistic. Uh, I believe that relationships is all we really have, and so that's what I pour everything into.
0: So true, and everybody he lives this literally. There's not a whole lot of people in my life that will text me just checking in on me, encouraging me. Boris, you were one of those people. So that's, man, you live it. You live it to the T. Hey, so being a at the top of your craft and a constant learner, curious and in growth and development. Who are some people that you attribute looking up to? Maybe people when you were younger that you wanted to be like. Maybe people that are mentoring you now. People you inspire. Anybody stand out in your life, You're like man? That's that's someone I really learned and, and grew from. You know,
1: I hate to say it, but I've, I've been disappointed over and over when I've idolized people because, you know, got to remember, people are people, and and but at the same time, it's also a very honest and sobering assessment of of who we do who we do idolize, which is. People like our friends, our family members, and that's fine, as long as we understand that um, that you know everybody's human, and everybody makes mistakes. Everybody should make mistakes, and uh, um, I think it's okay to be inspired. I think it's okay to be um, moved, um, but. Idolizing, I think, is a very dangerous concept because if you idolize, you will be let down. Um, I think inspiration is great and being emotionally moved by things and people, I think that's great. When you hear a beautiful piece of music and you start tearing up, it's because you are moved. And I think people can do the same and I always look forward to that. But I don't take a person as a whole and say this this person 100%. Uh, is somebody I aspire to be like? Um, no, I don't. First of all, I don't know that person. I don't know every single aspect of that person. Right? Um, and I think it's it's very important that we embrace each and every aspect of who we are. Whether it's darkness and grief. It's joy and excitement, adventure, love, compassion. Everything we have in us is worth... Um, Loving and holding on to.
0: Man, you just took that question and made it even better. Inspired, but don't idolize. Powerful. Before we get to the final question, I was—I'd uh, be missed if I did not ask you this. Nico wants me to ask you this question. It was a calling question. Who is your favorite child? Directly from Nico. He's looking for the answer there. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. you not hilarious. answer that. We got people. We got people. What's up? <laughs> Hey, how you doing? As his daughter strolls in to say that okay. she is the I'm most gonna loved to, kid. I'm going to the fifth. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna have to plead the fifth. Good answer. Good answer. Yeah, I, I I love them both equally and individually differently.
0: Great. I would say. Great answer. And the yeah. last question I have for you that we ask everybody on the podcast, if you had one piece of advice, maybe it's a word, a phrase, a just drop the mic advice that you would give to someone who feels stuck, who feels like they can't go on, who feels like it's just, it's a lost cause, what would that little
1: spark be to ignite their fire? Your future doesn't have to be defined by your past. That's what I would say, you know, because oftentimes, oftentimes we, we are so um, overcome by all the emotions of our past that we end up making the past, our future. And, and we have to realize that the, presence, um, the present has nothing to do with the past and neither does the future. It's up to you. Again, change is a choice. But your future does not have to be defined by your past. Every day is a new beginning.
0: Man, choice. Choice. You choose to let your, your past define you or refine you to become who you are in the future. Drop the mm-hmm. Mike boris kojo thank you so much man honor and blessing to have you on here everybody check out boris january 15th directional debut safe room all the shows he's doing the movies he's in following on social media him and his wife boris you're the man thank you brother thank you thanks dave i'll talk to you soon